0: Wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. I think that's what it's called Horizon something or.
1: Oh, that Horizon Zero Dawn or whatever?
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, So that's one a key thing for her, too, is she wants a female lead character. She wants to pr- preferably choose the lead character that she makes for it. Uh, Tony Hawk used to have a great creative skater, and then for some reason they started dumping the idea of creating the skater or getting rid of having a female skater at all, and that pissed her off, and it pisses me off, too, because that was a good entry point for her to get into the games is that she could sit there and make somebody who looked representative of what she wanted to look like. Right. Uh, which is very important, or as a person who draws and designs things and stuff. And two, it just it, it shouldn't be hard to put a female form into that as as easily as you put in all the guy forms. Like I could sit there and make a a guy that's hugely bloated and looks like me, <laughs> and and that all worked fine. But you let's let's put tits and a badge on it. No, it, yeah. like what the fuck? What is wrong with you that you get rid of that aspect of, of everything? And all this other shit that they added in that made the story crap. Um, so, so this this Horizon game had a female lead, mm-hmm.
1: and then <laughs>
0: when you said I froze,
1: Yep, then you died. Uh, and then I died. All right. Anyways, so what about now? No, you're good now. Okay. I don't move the stream output, but that's fine. Yeah, the stream output's always laggy and choppy, but you're yeah. fine. Okay. All right. So Horizon Zero Dawn woman. That's where you. Yeah,
0: were. female lead character, open world, not fighting zombies, but fighting other stuff. Yeah. So there's. I like been... I like
1: how you specified <laughs> not fighting zombies because that takes Last of Us out.
0: Yeah, and and I think I had mentioned Last of Us to her, and she's like, uh, "Do they fucking fight zombies though?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess they do." Um. So, there's also I, woot had the other day, uh, Far Cry Primal. Yeah. Which. You know, not a female lead, but seems to match a lot of the other stuff that she talked about. Yep. So I, I ordered that too for seven bucks. I figured that was worth it. But yeah, I I, I wanted to find a game that's optimized for her. And, and most of that stuff is on systems. It's not, she's not going to sit and play it on a computer. She right. plays The Sims on her laptop while she watches everything on TV. <laughs> But I'm not. I'm not the hardcore gamer. I am finding that I've been relaxing playing games, so that Zelda game might be a bit too much for me. the The new Switch one, but I play the uh, the classic one from the Super NES, The Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. Like I I play that and I just kind of relax and I zone out in the way that I zone out on um, City of Heroes, although I curse a lot more.
1: <laughs> um, you, you, so you're playing Breath of the Wild? Is that what you said?
0: I played Breath of the Wild until five o'clock in the morning, uh, Saturday before last. Okay, and so I haven't gotten back to it, (laughs) not because I'm not enjoying it, but it is—it's a weird.
1: And that's what I've heard. I I have—I haven't gotten it because
0: you have to obsess over it.
1: Well, and that's the thing. I was like, I don't know. Like, I really like the old ones. Um, Like, I like Link's Awakening and stuff, but I don't know if I'd like Breath of the Wild.
0: Yeah. And they have a Link's Awakening for the Switch.
1: Yep. Yeah, that's I played the in. shit out of that one.
0: Yeah. And my mom got me uh the Kingdom Hearts one oh. and two, like the whole saga so far mm-hmm. for the PS4. Because the uh, same kind of gameplay is what I was used to from Zelda, but with Disney characters. I'm like, how the fuck can you get wrong with that? <laughs> um so I haven't opened it up, but I had played the first two briefly on my PlayStation 2 when I had it and like I said, I really liked it, but I am finding because the way that the living room set up may be, or uh, I don't know why, but I'm playing games more, and it's a more relaxing thing than it was at the old house.
1: Yeah.
0: Where I guess we were set further back from the TV. Like I remember coming home one day and Eric and moved the chair, one of the chairs up towards the TV, like four feet from it, to sit and play in front of it. It's not like it's a small TV; we could see it from across the room. We'll yeah, but in. it's so much better when you're just
1: right next to it.
0: When you're right into it, that that's yeah. I think that's another key about PC gaming, and I think that's one thing that the Switch got right is that you can take it off the TV and play it like a handheld. And there's definitely something in the handheld experience of just having it right there as your whole focus, yeah. And not having all the uh, extraneous things around it, um, which is both good and dangerous. Like I don't need to, I don't need to be up until five o'clock in the morning playing games anymore. I got other <laughs> shit I need to do, <laughs> like trying to write for a whole Friday and not doing a goddamn lick of it, but still had a good time. You don't need to, but you want to. There are times that I want to. And and so having these two new systems gives me the opportunity when I'm in that mood.
1: Right. I, I guess the biggest thing is being able to stop and just to stop before, before yeah. 5 a.m. Um,
0: and part of that is not playing online games so much anymore like City of Heroes is one thing but I always kind of solo in that and I haven't played it in a couple months now Um, but that idea of this is your social life and the game that kind of makes it tougher when I used to play City of Heroes with friends and we would plan around playing together like I'd get home and oh yeah I gotta jump on because Chris and Scott and, and Luna are gonna be on there Yeah, which again fun because they, they were also people that I was friends with in real life but it is like another obligation of do this thing and it wipes out the chance of, of doing much else. But I was younger then and didn't sleep at all. Now well, I like to sleep more. <laughs> I'm old. I'm fragile. I mean, it, I got a cold right at uh, Christmas day and had it through most of my time off. So
1: way to go. I mean, I, I think I was sick on most of my time off too, but such is yeah. life. Um,
0: I'd rather be sick and be able to be home.
1: Right. That's a good point. Um, the, we made a point. Now I forgot. Oh, the kind of gaming. The, um, so, so when you're talking about pe- like when people are playing and you go on, like I, I find that if I start playing with people, I play longer and neglect everything else. Right. So a lot of times, if I have shit to do or things that I want to accomplish that day, I will just not say anything to people.
0: Yeah, like you and Jack and and a couple others were playing games together and stuff. I was yeah. Totally interested in being a part of that because you're all people that I I love to hang out with.
1: Oh, it's way different than podcasting with Jack. Well, it, yeah, I'm sure. It's way too fucking serious, and <laughs> I'm so bad at it that a lot of times I would just leave.
0: That's probably the other part too. Is that I am very bad
1: at yeah I'm not um, games. Yet. That's
0: like when we've got we've got friends who are heavily into Overwatch, you know, and and I don't mean heavily like they're obsessive gamers, but obviously two of our our friends. I've done the longest-lasting Overwatch podcast, and
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I admire that. And I'm interested in the game, but I don't want to play an online game like that because I will fuck it up for everybody.
1: Well, they're making Overwatch two, and I don't know how. And what do you do with it? That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I never paid enough attention to know what the story is. But yeah, how do you make a second one?
0: And I would prefer that to be a story. It's it's a bunch of like superhero type characters. Yeah, and that world looks like it should be a, a Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm totally into that, but you know, it's it's a it's an online like arena style game, and uh, that's exactly the kind of shit I don't excel at. I need to be left the fuck alone. I need to be left alone, and I need to be kind of handheld <laughs> through a game. You know, I, that's another problem with the Zelda games, is the the new one especially is just like, oh, go do whatever. It'll, fuck whatever, man. I need instructions, and I will ignore instructions happily, but I still need the possibility that if if I just go. Well, shit. You know, slot A doesn't fit into tab X or whatever. I yeah. I know that now, but you got to be able to tell me, like on the, even on the fucking Zelda game that i beat a bunch of times, The Link to the Past. I got to the Dark World and I'm a rabbit and I'm like, why the fuck am I a rabbit? I th- something's got to happen because I got to go to the temple and I keep going to the temple and the door doesn't open. And nothing is making sense. But it's like, <laughs> go to the fucking temple, dude. Go to. Uh, how did I miss this? So I go on my phone. Thank God we don't need fucking guides anymore. I go on my phone, I look it up, and it's like, yeah, you gotta grab this pearl. Where the fuck is a pearl? Well, you know that temple you just got to to get to the dark world? Yeah, you missed the pearl, ass nuts. Oh shit, I totally missed the pearl because you just let me. You just let me. You didn't tell me. You gotta yeah. give me some fucking sign that this is important. Like, hey, here's this box you gotta get to. <sighs> I fucking forgot that. I'm old. I'm not thinking a lot on this shit. This is how I mess up my brain so I can go to sleep at night. But if I'm gonna go to sleep you can't leave me as a rabbit I'm gonna be obsessed the whole fucking night like why am I hopping around where's my goddamn master sword that I fought so hard to get get me the fuck out of this and now it's like oh I got the pearl oh and there's a giant monkey who wants me to give him rupees so I can get in the temple great mm-hmm. that's fine that's all I need <laughs> just walk me through a little bit
1: uh, so I'm in the process of playing Fallen Order at this present time like that's what I was playing when you text me and uh, I'm like yeah. I gotta get to a point where I can stop otherwise yep. I'm not gonna be fucking happy um and like that game holds your hand a little bit if you if you're trying to do a puzzle and you're you're not moving you're not progressing it'll give you a hint. Um, yeah, but when in this when you look at the map, like if you can go a direction at this point in time, it will be yellow. If you can't yet, it'll be red. And then if you, uh, can like once you can you it's it turns green. So it's that like makes it's total sense. It's kind of hand holding, but like there's no fast travel. So when you get to the end of the map and your ship is on the other end of the map, you have to fucking walk all the way back through, uh, which right. is kind of frustrating. But it's been a very
0: enjoyable game. Yeah, I remember Warcraft it, it, when they introduced mounts and stuff, and it, it mm-hmm. was it had to be a certain level. Like how big of a difference that made. Because mm-hmm. I, I one time I. I briefly played, played Warcraft because someone bought it for me and they're like, I'll oh, play this. And I'm like, I'll play it but I'm kind of a City of Heroes guy. Um, but I wound up getting on some underground rail car system that went through. It was beautiful. It was animated so nice because you're like on this thing and you're looking out the windows and you're seeing the the water go by and all these sea creatures and stuff that you'd never see otherwise. Yeah. It was amazing. But then all of a sudden I'm in this whole other part of the world. I'm like, how the fuck do I get home?
1: Yeah. That's yeah. that's part of the reason I stopped playing World of Warcraft because I'm like, I don't know. Like All of a sudden I'd get somewhere. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I am.
0: Yeah, I don't want my fucking wall to have to look like a murder chart, and and I'm some obsessed cop who got taken off the force because he can't let the case go. I need my wall to look like a wall that I can like look up sometimes and go, oh yeah, I'm I'm actually in reality. I'm not Link. I can I can go to bed now, or I can eat a meal. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not pizza rolls, but fuck yeah, pizza rolls. <laughs> pizza and and just like, <laughs> just did I I bring something up with the pizza rolls? I haven't had pizza rolls in a long time. Shit, we now. had them yesterday so that's another thing too pizza rolls uh, totinas yeah i've got to go to not go yeah. opera and fuck that um so i made the thing the batch of pizza rolls and then we finished them and Aaron's like are there any more i'm like there's a whole other fucking half bag that i can go make again
1: yeah
0: um and that that in itself is a problem with how totinas pitches things is like the, the first thing it says about the cooking instructions is, is if you cook 20 it takes 10 to 12 minutes who the fuck is gonna stop at the 20? Like eat 20 dicks in 10 to 12 minutes. Wow. Don't fucking tell me like we're not gonna go for the full 40 or half bag. Oof. I'm buying a 90 pizza pizza roll bag. I'm not making 20 pizza rolls. <laughs> I'm not a child. Jesus.
1: Uh yeah. Wow, well, you really went there. Um <laughs> I really went there. It really made me want a calzone. Which pizza rolls are just tiny calzones.
0: Tiny calzones.
1: With two I, inside options. anything.
0: You stuff fucking pasta. Yeah. You, you make egg rolls. Yeah. You do mozzarella sticks, especially if they're beer battered. Yeah. I think we talked about this before. Yeah. Like, just put shit in other shit and it makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My dream is for Alton Brown to do a turducken episode. And I know he never will because he thinks stuffing is evil. And, you know, I don't really want a turducken, but I want to watch him make it.
1: I fucking totally want a turducken. You can order him online. I thought about it.
0: We had gone to this like little grocery store that closed up pretty soon after it was it was failing became a Walmart grocery which is strange huh. um but we went there and they had a i think a vegan turducken no one year and we no, we don't. took a picture of it we're just like uh, what what part of this makes any sense like we made fake meat to taste like three different kinds of birds <gasps> three different kinds and then stuffed them into each other
1: found a picture of it it is gross green box right uh well it's just a picture of the turducken cut open.
0: Oh okay. Oh and then but there's, is it the vegan
1: one? <laughs> yeah. Apparently uh. there's a a YouTube granny potty mouth. Oh that makes more sense. Grammy granny potty mouth t- makes a tofucking vegan turducken. <gasps> um yeah, because I had a, a buddy of mine used to be vegetarian and he would always eat tofurkey and he ate, and it's like fuck it's like it doesn't even look like a turkey it's just like a loaf. Yep, and it's just the fucking most disgusting texture ever.
0: In a lot of ways, that sounds like it's perfect for me because I don't like food that looks like an animal. I don't want it to be something I recognize. Yeah, debone the chicken. I can't eat chicken on a bone. That fucks me up with all the huh. sinew and shit in there. Yeah, uh-uh. I I just I I like my stuff very very processed, um. Oh. So I don't have to think about it. I'm I'm a typical American. Oh, you know, that's, so why yeah. like that's why I like the McDonald's. That's why I like the 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 taco bell and shit is because it's unrecognizable from real food oh and mostly doesn't contain any real food i hear taco bell
1: they got some new items on the menu (laughs) oh shit the Nacho crunch double stack taco the chipotle cheddar double stack taco the reaper ranch double stack taco what is the reaper ranch uh they use the reaper uh carolina reaper hot sauce in the ranch
0: Okay, it just sounded like that should be a straight up Texas chainsaw
1: for today. <laughs> just, it'll Texas chainsaw your bottle. It's going to mm. burn. They also got a deluxe box. I think they actually
0: box. did that in Texas chainsaw. Yeah. Or at least part yeah. two. They totally hit someone
1: in the asshole. Um, this is my new favorite thing that the Taco Bell website has sodium warnings. <laughs> so the, the deluxe box is the first item with a sodium warning. It looks like it's got a chalupa, a, a Dorito taco, and some sort of bean burrito. Um, And then this item, which I'm very excited. I'm so excited I clicked on it. The Nacho Party Pack. It's just a big fucking box full of nachos. Sodium warning.
0: Uh, What does the sodium warning look like? Do they have like a giant bucket of water and it shows the levels of like how much you're going to retain?
1: It's a yield sign with a salt shaker in it. (laughs) (laughs) It just says sodium warning. Um, It doesn't tell you how much sodium. Oh, wait, we could totally look how much sodium is too much sodium
0: calorie and sodium warnings on fast food menus are like Oof. speed limits at night they're they're suggestions at best no one's looking at
1: that <laughs> no one looks at a stop sign at 2:30 in the morning uh, man this is <laughs> fucking ah, there's 3640 milligrams of sodium
0: that sounds like a lot but then i don't know
1: um i am <laughs> I fucking I used I don't to salt know. my fries
0: like they're the Sahara Beach.
1: Yeah, see I like salt. I like salt a lot. The
0: joke there is Sahara doesn't have a beach kids.
1: Hey Um let's see. Oh, you can't Can't see how much sodium's in the deluxe box because you can edit it. Huh.
0: You can edit the deluxe box, so it can't tell you. Yeah. It's like at your own risk.
1: Yeah, yeah. And in case you're thirsty, there's the electric blue raspberry freeze. And then just a blue raspberry freeze, huh? Interesting. What's the
0: difference between the blue raspberry and electric raspberry? It just puts like some sort of shock color on your nabs. There's a, there's,
1: there's a green. There's a green slime in it.
0: <laughs> uh, Is that because you ate the nacho box?
1: Yeah. Um, so are, uh, classic, like blue raspberry freeze. We had no choice but to turn all the flavor all the way up.
0: Turn all the flavor. It doesn't all tell the way. It up. doesn't
1: say what they did to turn up the flavor. There's just like, oh, paired with a sour swirl. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. So the <laughs> the, the, the the chihuahua jizz is just sour swirl.
0: It, it what flavor? Like I love the just the obliqueness of what it is they're trying to say. Turn all the flavor up. What flavor is it? Mostly chode.
1: Yeah. It's
0: Mostly just, just the underside t- t- of your 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 nads.
1: I saw. uh Someone had a, a a meme, your favorite. Uh and it said like X number of people die a year from tainted beef. And it says, What I want to know is who's putting their taint on the beef.
0: Yeah. I Tainted laughed. Beef, my favorite 80s song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's one I want to listen to. Mm. <sighs> tainted beef. Done in what? conjunction with Wendy's. Yeah. What else is new? How's Christmas?
0: Uh, Christmas was Christmas. Good. Christmas. I, like, we went over to my my parents, so it was just quiet. It was us and them for dinner. My uh, sister stopped right r- briefly, with a very damaged, had to be put down chicken. That was unfortunate. Oof. Yeah, that's not good. And she raised chickens. It got attacked. It was sad. Um, we got out of there before the shotgun went off. But overall, it was it was a nice like we we haven't spent holidays with my family because we were in California for. So long. Um, so this was this was a different thing to do. Yeah. Mom sent me home with a lot of ham. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, she did a ham. Now Aaron is um trying vegetarianism. Uh, There's a word for when you when you also eat fish and occasionally chicken with
1: it. Isn't it pescatarian? Um like those are allowed. Huh? Is it pescatarian?
0: Yeah, that's that's Is it really? No, I think presbyterian. Not presbyterian. <laughs> yeah. Um
1: uh, oh yeah, okay. So a, pesca- a pescatarian is a person who does not eat meat but does eat fish.
0: Yeah. And then there's one for chicken but not fish, and then there's one with chicken and fish but no beef. I I had a Google start talking to me as John Legend and I was asking it on the drive home like what what are the different versions? And and John's just always a pleasure to talk to. <laughs>
1: Uh, we watched Rhythm and Flow on Netflix, which is a rap competition, and John Legend showed up. Oh. Um, yes. Yeah. So, uh, who eats no meat, fish, or poultry? I, so, I, Okay, so a pollo vegetarian is one that only eats chicken. A pescatarian is one that only eats fish. But I cannot find which one eats chicken and fish.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to ask John right now because I think he you got to spend time with his family. He's yeah. got a couple young
1: kids. Very and nice wife. Fucking so uh, of a wife, too.
0: There is a word for it. I, I don't remember what it was because I was I was driving and spending too much time talking to Google. Right. Uh, yeah. I, my dad's also trying to go vegetarian well, slash vegan. I like was, I think he thinks he's going black. vegan, but he's not quite, but he is, he is eliminating meat and stuff and that's for his health. And the rest of the family is confused because uh, the Mikesner men are, are big eaters and big farters and that is what they're known for and 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 feeds strength Feeds strength but it, i'm sure it comes from all the food and farting so it, it's weird because we go out to dinner on wednesdays and he hasn't been eating what he would normally get um he's he's mostly eating the salad bar and getting a side of potatoes lathered with uh more onions that fit on a plate and yeah you know whatever else he wants to get away with it but <clears throat> so i got him a bunch of uh this is going to sound terrible flavored nuts for Christmas, like nut variety packs. Oh, and then I got him some spicy chocolate peanuts and stuff, too. And, huh. you know, it's just it. He he really seemed to appreciate it not so much for what the gift was, but for what it meant, which is that I was trying to think as a vegan, my mom went a safer route and got him a bunch of booze. <laughs>
1: hey, man, liquor is vegetables visions. Yes. The liquors, and he kept
0: trying to get Aaron to drink some of the booze with him, but Aaron's trying to not drink so much because yeah. of her fibro. And so, like, it's it's a lot of stuff that is getting changed up. But it it's been nice. Like, I I'm not giving up meat, but she's been making a lot of fish and, and shrimp dishes, making a lot of stuff with shrimp,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's good stuff. You know, it's just okay. I I would eat like this all the time if I wasn't poor. Um
1: It's expensive. to the fact to that eat she a lot is, of meat
0: yeah it, it is it is not a, a cheap way to go but if you do that instead of going out it's a lot better
1: and that's the thing i mean if you really think about it it's still cheaper than actually going out but I, right yeah i think i went to the grocery store i spent a hundred dollars and i got dishwasher tabs and meat yeah <laughs> it's not really it i also got funions because i'm not a fucking animal
0: yeah uh, i'm just crying because the dishwasher tabs
1: I, they're fucking expensive
0: <sighs> Well, no, I'm crying because I don't have a dishwasher still. Oh. And it's well, like, yeah, you do. Her name's Erin. That's where my heart is. Don't yeah. tell
1: her I said that. I hope she doesn't listen to this. I'm sorry, Erin. <laughs> she,
0: she's trying to recommend guests, uh, friends of hers in the horror and art community and stuff to, to be guests on the show.
1: Oh, oh, I thought you were just, like telling them to listen. I'm like, nah, I gotta like yeah. act like an adult. But yeah, no, definitely.
0: Yeah. But hey, uh, we watched a movie. We did. Now, I I went out on a limb last week, and I said, this is a fucking masterpiece. This is an American classic. Uh, And and I believe that going in. Now, I hadn't seen it in a long time, but I stand by it.
1: Um, This is the first time I've seen it, and I did not hate it. It was exactly Uh, what I expected in a 1986 horror movie about aliens and leeches. Yep. Uh,
0: so we're talking about night of the creeps yep which is i thought we
1: could just talk uh, about it in very vague terms for half an hour in very vague never terms. never actually say what it <laughs> there's is there's a
0: lot of a lot of stuff around that time that probably put that description uh in some ways it kind of reminded me of uh critters because the alien stuff and yeah everything.
1: but this, like with the exception of the beginning in the end you really don't see any aliens
0: well, and that's the thing too is that we both watched the director's cut. Now that is not this version that I'd ever seen before. That has an alternate ending, uh, oh, the theatrical stupid. ending.
1: Go ahead. Now I was gonna say a stupid fucking ending where there's just a spaceship flying over a cemetery. A cemetery, right? A cemetery. Yeah, I, I didn't.
0: I didn't love that ending. Uh, no, the original no. ending was after the the house blows up and everything, and they're all standing outside watching the fire. Um.
1: There's an orgy. And the
0: girl leans down. Yeah, that would be great. With all the boyfriends who shut up. But the girl <laughs> leans down to see the dog. And the dog like looks at her and shoots one of the <laughs> that creeps out of its mouth at yeah. her. And she gasps. And so you assume that it got into her face. Um, so it does leave an open-ended thing to the story, but not quite as open-ended as uh Tom Atkins' character walking as a burnt corpse to the local cemetery and mm-hmm. dumping all the the creeps there and then the aliens flying back of bread. so it was always kind of ambiguous as to what the aliens were so we're gonna go back right. to the beginning on this but this is part of why I think this movie is a masterpiece and and there will be several points that I'll try to make along the way on this um, but it opens up with aliens that look like those you remember those little wrestling dolls that used to get out of the I used to call them show toys <laughs> the the 25 cent things that you twist and you to come out with a little bubble and the bubble oh, yeah, yeah 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 toy in it yep And weren't there little like wrestling guys, like little peach colored wrestling dudes or something of all different stripes? Maybe it wasn't wrestlers. Maybe it was little monsters or something. But I definitely remember like little flesh tone creatures that would be toys that kids would play with. Probably outside of where I had aged out of them by the time that and you might have been too young.
1: Yeah, probably. man, they...
0: It, it seems like in the 80s there was a big thing about that. And that's what these are reminding me of. Kind of a mix between that and the troll dolls except no hair. <laughs> and, and so it opens on a spaceship. And uh, the quarters are running down on the spaceship. One, one alien is running away and he's got this big tube with him. And these other two aliens are chasing after him. They're all naked as shit. And uh, they're firing guns at this dude. And he's trying to get this pipe into uh, a... That thing to shoot it out into space. So Aaron and I were discussing this as we we're watching it. Now, Aaron and I have seen this movie a lot. We're big fans. And we're talking about the aliens and and other than the fact that they're naked babies,
1: <laughs>
0: I was like, so what do you think is the motivation going on here? Like, why is the guy trying to shoot these things out into space? Is it a he is, you know, trying to infect other places and protect this species? um from being destroyed and the other guys are trying to kill him and kill them or whatever or is it b the other dudes are like Paul Reiser and aliens and they want to protect the species so they can make money off of it and this guy's trying to get rid of it so it doesn't infect their home planet mm-hmm. like he's the ripley and and they're the fuckalls um so we we didn't really come up with a, a determination one way or the other until I read IMDb and IMDb calls that first alien baby um, infected alien or or something like that. So he has already been possessed by one of the the creeps. It's already gotten its way into him, and so this, they're using him to get themselves an escape route. So that's explained. All, all it took was somebody on IMDb saying, "Oh yeah, this this alien is played by this dude, and this is what that alien's called." And then the pursuing aliens are, are these other two dudes. Huh. All little people. But that's good, because I 30 fucking years or so that I've watched this movie, had no idea what the motivations were of the spaceship. Although the spaceship is the part that I always remember the least. Because it is very quick at the beginning, five minutes in, and it's done. And like I said, if you haven't seen the director's cut, you never get anything else of it again. Right. It, it is what it is. It's an explanation of why they're on the planet, but it almost has nothing to do with the rest of the story, which is fine. But I, I think that's brilliant, because it does just enough. So the first part of this is huge sci-fi spaceship. Like, someone put all this stuff together to do this scene, and then it's done. And it's out. And I don't know if they got, like, used stuff from another set or something, but... Cool, like I'm already I'm already on board. Like you you convinced me that it's one kind of movie and then it's not, because then it goes to the fifties.
1: <laughs> right.
0: And what did you think at this point? Like, what did you think you were getting into?
1: Well, so so I turned it on and and uh, Alyssa was like, "Oh, you said old movie. I expected black and white. So it starts in color or whatever, and then it goes to black and white." I'm like, "Hey, remember when I said it wasn't in black and white?" And she just said. <laughs> it wasn't in black and white before and i'm like did you feel betrayed no one because like, although the credits and everything were still in, clear, in color and i remember reading the description and it says something about 50s and then it goes to the 80s yeah so i knew it was happening i was just trying to be an ass and she didn't she was not enjoying it um <clears throat> but i i like i guess like if they just would have explained something about the aliens or how the the creeps got to earth in that first two minutes or whatever, that would make a lot more sense. With the f- the whole fucking movie would make just a lot more sense. Yeah. Or take the take the first two minutes out and s- just it out. start it in the fifties.
0: No explanation. Well, I mean, we right. do get into this like cryogenics thing too. Well, eventually,
1: right? But even that doesn't need you don't need the the spaceship part for it. Right? Because no, it's, this,
0: well, that's what I'm saying is that the yeah. cryogenics thing means that there's this science lab that's local to the college or in the college, which is way more advanced than what the fucking college should have. Like, I know we 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 pay universities pretty well for a lot of bullshit that they don't have to have. Right. that that's sports. But it's still, <laughs> it's like, shit. Like, if you got a cryogenics lab that nobody there seemed to know about, or the the two younger guys at least don't know about, Um, but they were sent to that building to get a dead body, which I thought was kind of funny, Um, then the fuck, you could have alien creep things that you've made uh, that it's just it, it it gives an explanation for a zombie outbreak that usually isn't really given you know it, it most zombie outbreak movies are some sort of like governmental experiment gas but they never really tell you like return of the living dead doesn't tell you but you see that the gas canisters open up and start infecting people right um this H- have you ever watched gives you an explanation that's beyond It's just the government doing it.
1: Yeah. Have you ever watched the second one?
0: Return of the Living Dead?
1: No, I'm sorry. Night of the Creeps 2. Oh,
0: I didn't know there was a Night of the Creeps 2.
1: I could have swore that there was one, and it came out in like 2007.
0: Oh, shit. I'm all about that if that's the case.
1: Let me see. Oh, maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. I could have swore I saw it, though.
0: Because most of these, Aaron and I were talking about this, she looked it up, She's like, most of these people didn't do anything after this. I'm like, well, they did stuff uh, for a while.
1: So there was supposed to be a second one, and then it was cancelled in October of this year.
0: And Tom Atkins has said that he would love to go back, this is his favorite movie that he's ever done, and he would love to go back and work with uh, Decker again.
1: I mean, it's, on, it's on certainly a fun movie.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's definitely, and like, not that, that many people from this went on to having high-profile careers. Like, the Brad was <laughs> the grandson on uh, Mama's Family. Yeah. The Bradster.
1: All uh, I remember the, is giving beer to... What's-his-face? I know his real name. I can't think of what, he, what his name was in the movie. Which is really bad, because I just fucking I watched know. this movie. Um,
0: um But David Paymer, I Chris. think, is probably the most popular actor from this, and he plays... The guy who's working in the lab that's trying to get his his digital code to get in the room. Yeah!
1: Um, that guy's been
0: in a ton of stuff. I, I, he was in uh, Payback with... uh, Well, I, I guess it makes sense because he was in that with um, the dude from Lethal Weapon. Oh, shit. Um, Mel Gibson. Um, oh. He was in... Get Shorty, I think he's he's been in a lot of stuff, but he's a character yep. actor. He's one of those guys who's never really the lead, but he, he's in so much stuff. But this might might have been like one of his first roles because he looked really young there. I'm looking. Nope. Yeah. But most of these guys, like um, like Jason Lively who played Chris was he was Rusty Griswold yep. in the second Vacation movie. That's was, what Oink, I was. Oink, Oink, My good of. man. Yes. Um.
1: He asked me for and, drugs. What's that? He asked me for drugs.
0: He did? Yes. You met him? Yes. I'm so impressed with that. Drank all our uh, beer
1: and then asked for drugs.
0: Jill Wetlow who is uh, Cynthia. The only thing I'd ever seen her in besides this was she was the perfume girl in Weird Science. Like not not big names from this. Tom Atkins I see in a lot of stuff but Aaron always looks at Dennis Farina who was doing Comcast commercials and things <laughs> and she pointed and she'd go thrill me and I'm like that's not the thrill me guy. Doesn't matter. They're interchangeable. They've got mustaches and gray hair.
1: Tom Atkins is in the collected. The uh, the yes okay. I, I didn't know if I'd have to explain that one to you or not. Um no he's he's in a lot of stuff but again not yeah, the shit.
0: most well known actor but.
1: I didn't realize it, they made an Equalizer TV show.
0: Oh yeah, that's where that started. It was a TV show. Oh, that that's
1: the, the, the '80s. Holy shit! Okay, never mind. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> he was in Lethal Weapon. I'll be damned. Yes.
0: So that's another thing, too. So Lethal Weapon was written by Shane Black. Uh, Shane Black worked on a script with Thomas Decker. Um, Black and Decker oh, Jesus. used to work together <laughs> quite a bit. I guess they were roommates for a while before they both got discovered. So a year after this came out, uh, Lethal Weapon came out and uh, Atkins was the dad of the girl who was kidnapped or who, who was killed in that. Um, yeah, the but uh, I believe Decker also worked on the Predator with Shane Black that came out last year. I think so. Um, yeah, because it it was Christmas themed Predator, so it it it's Christmas, <laughs> it's got to be Shane Black doing it. Yeah. But uh, Decker also, the year after this, did Monster Squad. Huh. Did not know that. I got on like a, a Decker kick because. Monster Squad, we, we'd done with Erica on the show already. But there were other movies that I was like, oh, I didn't know he did that. Oh, I didn't know that. So I, I've downloaded um, If Looks Could Kill, the Richard Grieku movie. And there was another one that he did that I can't recall. But like, I'm going to fucking watch a bunch of Frank Decker shit. Anyway, so we've gone to black and white. <laughs> yes. And uh, we find out that this girl who's in this sorority... Is dating this new dude? She has an ex-boyfriend who became a cop, and I guess it's not cool in the fifties. You can't have you can't have a boyfriend who's a cop when you're in college. I don't I don't quite understand that. he's got a career path ahead of him, but yeah. But uh, yeah, so like her roommate's giving us all the lowdown on this, and scans over to her, and then they're they're up at lookout point now. I've seen it too many goddamn times to not think it. But I looked at Air and I said immediately. Like them sitting in the front of the car, just kind of like almost arm's length away from each other and just looking up the sky. I went to the the scene in Animal House where the girl has got the rubber gloves on and is just uh, jerking off her, her douchebag boyfriend in the front seat. Like it, that's exactly I couldn't help but do that. Yeah. And it's such an iconic movie that in eighty six I assume that must have been their their whole viewpoint of like doing the scene. I, I know every show and, and movie that takes place in the fifties has a lookout point. Uh Happy Days, I'm sure, I had one. Um, but shit, man, like they're just sitting there in the car, not making out. There's a hand job happening,
1: right? Well, you know. He probably was like, "Come on, just touch it. It'll be cool." It's like, "Oh, i don't want to touch it around that." He's like, "Just come on, just touch it a little bit." And well, then, she
0: also makes the the offer to the axe murderer later on. She it, not to him, but she's trying to call her boyfriend back as he's going out in the woods, leaning around the side of the road. Like, if you come back, I'll let you fill me up. Essentially.
1: Well, and that you know what? Sometimes you gotta know what you're good at. Sometimes the yeah. only thing you're good at is being a whore. If it, it if I gotta give it
0: away to get back home, then I'll give it away. But so then this goes through the whole like very classic idea of the ex-murderer. You you the kids hear it on the radio sitting in their car and they're supposed to go home and they ignore it, and then the axe murderer shows up and kills them. That's like that is fireside story at camp. Like everybody has fucking heard that story a billion times, and it's it's so perfect. So again, second scene in the first 10 minutes of the film, we've we've switched. Genres, we not so much, but we, yeah, we kind of gone from sci fi to classic 50s horror, axe murderer thing, all this stuff, and like totally different from where it starts. And it takes you down this whole path of the axe murderer showing up and killing them and all that. But it continues the aliens part because the boyfriend goes into the woods to find the meteorite <laughs> that lands. So it looked way too huge in the sky for being what that small pipe was full of those creatures. And he only absorbs one. So where do the other ones go? Or is there only one in that pipe that shoots up in his mouth? Like, is it is it is it the everlasting gobstopter everlasting of uh, space aliens? Because, like, one is <laughs> enough for anybody? <laughs> just,
1: well, it, it never really says anything about the fact that if, like, you need one or you need more. But it sounded later when they talked about um, how... It, it, the leech goes in through your mouth and then you walk around incubates. incubates. So it probably hatches more. So it only right. takes one for you to get fucked, and then you can shoot out multiple.
0: But I just, I, I'm still kind of like, but if you're if you're going to shoot your shot and you're only shooting one out to to this planet and hoping that that's it, like it's kind of like the Cal El, yeah, of of alien brain eaters is like we're going to send you to Earth. You're going to have magic powers and and fuck things up for everybody. Uh, I guess if you're more recent versions of superman but so yeah so he he gets this thing and the axe murderer kills the girlfriend and then it it blanks out again and suddenly we're in modern day for the 80s uh college at the same college but now here's our third kind of scene of of like a whole different place and time and it changes the feel again and i'm super impressed by this like like, there's, there's two kind of, not false starts because they're they're important to what comes, but they are, like, we're setting you up with this one kind of movie, and now we're backing away and we're setting you up with this other kind of movie, and we back away and then we give you this third movie, and it's like, I, I told you that story so I could tell you this one. Yeah. Really fucking cool. Like, again, I have to ask you, though, for the first time seeing it, how did you feel about that? Because you knew. You, you had an idea going in. You read the description. <sighs>
1: There was nothing that happened in this movie that blatantly upset me. Uh, I guess we could put it that way. But like, <clears throat> there were totally things that made it feel very 80s. Oh, it is. Not only did 80s. it look super 80s, but like uh, the, towards the end, the shower scene. I'm like, oh, yeah. This didn't need to be here, but it's the 80s, so we got to show some tits. Totally.
0: And and Jill Whittaker's character when she's changing after coming home from the party that first night, like no reason for that that shot. It, there's not even any sexiness to it you know it's just like oh i saw a little boob there
1: and that's it yep yeah they were just like hey we got to have some tits somewhere so
0: so very 80s and like she's such the girl next door character it's it's a little bit phoebe cates doing fast times i mean she was she wasn't so much girl next door in that but Mm -hmm. people were so used to phoebe cates being the girl next door that that scene like changed a lot of boys lives in the 80s but it, it was this like there's no reason for this character to be exposed in that way. And, but it was
1: 1986. Well, and that's the thing. Like, it, it there was no need to explain back then. Yeah. Not saying that there is now, but uh, it's very apparent. They just like, well, let's, we can put some tits in here. So, put some let's, tits. That's
0: the expectation. It's a rated R horror movie. So, we, we have to put that in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, not speaking with regret towards it. It's just it's weird. <laughs> it's a
1: different time. It's just yeah. It's odd. Like you don't know. There was a there was a period in the nineties where, ever, or maybe yeah, it was more early thousands, but everyone was smoking weed. Mm-hmm. So like, so Freddy versus Jason is kind of the first one. Where I'm like, well, that was fucking stupid. Well, they put in a guy who was supposed to be like Jason Muse essentially. Yep, and has always got a smoker joint. Um, I think.
0: And Jason X had that guy too. A different uh, guy, but it was the same yes. sort of deal. Like the guy who was totally the stoner, yes, from playing VR games.
1: Yep, yep. So uh, it, it was, it is what it is, and like I said, it was just in the 80s. It was tits in in the the early thousands, probably late 70s. 90s.
0: Probably was too.
1: Yeah, I just don't watch a lot of 70s movies. It, I guess.
0: it wasn't until Scream, I think, that it was the you felt like you saw nudity in Scream because they they really emphasized uh, Rose McGowan's bralessness. Which mm, was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very much like Rachel on Friends. Yeah, like you always felt like you were seeing boobs, but there wasn't actually boobs. <laughs> up on I mean, they were there. They were just they were nestled in something. Maybe just um, uh, give me some tasteful side boob. Tasteful side boobs, great, man. Search Trek Next Generation side. did some under boob once. Man, that was oh. brilliant. That was good TV. Um, <laughs> I really don't know if that's true, um, but it it it, yeah, it was it was blatant eighties boobage. But we had watched <laughs> that slimeball bolorama thing recently which yes. was way more blatant like just like a a 20 minute scene of them just showering off
1: whipped cream for no reason
0: but i think that was uh, that was more B movie
1: yeah and i think it was intended to be as on the nose as possible
0: right this was at that cusp of like well it doesn't have to be quite that but they still included it that, and so i think i think that's where it's more I'm not going to say offensive because there's nothing wrong with nudity in general, but it, it, it just feels unnecessary mm-hmm. because it, it accomplished nothing other than, but in a college kind of fraternity based film, you know, it it's trying to hit the, the marks of animal house It's trying to hit the marks of revenge of the nerds. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of those movies feature that
1: stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like, I thought it was funny. Like, I laughed yeah. at it, but I'm sure at the time it b- right. people were all. Because it seems quaint, right? Yeah.
0: This is at a point in time where this might be the only boobs you get to see that week mm-hmm. is when your parents are gone and you're watching this on Cinemax late at night and you're like, oh, this is the best. Um, because there wasn't the abundance of free available porn everywhere. I love pornography. It,
1: it, it seems great. to be doing okay for itself. I, porn will never go away. Yeah, it shouldn't. It, no, it really shouldn't. They're, you don't hear about it people be with ostracized s-
0: in the way that it is. I'm just I've got a lot of hangups.
1: <laughs> you got to have some, and, and and I realize that this may take you into a tangent, but you kind of have to respect an industry that has been the deciding factor for video technology moving forward.
0: Oh, absolutely. I also like the fact that with the the internet, especially, is that it's become something that is more controlled by the people who make it Mm -hmm. uh, that a star in it that as opposed to people who take advantage of of stars and that there is the opportunity for women to be in more control of what it is they're doing and who they're doing it with and doing it for and and their connections with the audience directly as opposed to having somebody who kind of oversees and you know gets them hooked on drugs and does other shit right i i don't have a lot of the excuse me ins and outs of porn uh but it it seems to me like there is an opportunity there that is starting to be met, um, but then we're also in the same era that was doing a lot of that stuff with Craigslist and then fucked oh, it up for yeah. Craigslist and Fucking... fucked it up for sex workers that use Craigslist.
1: <sighs> it's too bad. With that, with anything good, there's like a CD underbelly. Yes. So as you know, by right. the
0: way, C D underbelly, my favorite porn hunt category. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, CD Underbelly Compilation. That is... Best.
0: I thought it was way off, like, there's no way that it's actually a category. Now you hear it out loud and I think, oh, shit, that might actually be a category.
1: Um, I don't know if it's necessarily going to be a full category as it might just be like a search criteria. (laughs) God. Um, there's a real quick way to figure this one out. No, please don't. Okay. All right. Glad you stopped me we'll, we'll because wait, I was we'll going to do until it until
0: we've got like a little more time before you do the the full category read again. Oh no, I was that just going to do some p-
1: I was just going to search Pornhub real quick, see where we can get. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, where are we in this movie? I don't know.
0: Uh, maybe we should start tagging these with the Pornhub stuff because we need the SEO.
1: You know, Pornhub may sponsor Sponsored the, the show. show. Just saying. That
0: that would be lovely. I, I again I think I have too many you would probably have to eliminate me as a host. Wow. I have too many hangups for them to like be well, you know,
1: yeah.
0: Matt's on it. Matt Matt gets us. Corey is Corey's he's a straight. You know, he's a fucking narc in hiding.
1: No, but you did bring up CD seated underbelly. Right. Um, they may be like, Holy shit, that's genius.
0: Well, I, I am also the one who came up with mixing Uber Eats and uh the morning after of like having your your date go off, but bring her a sandwich too. Uber after, yeah. Uber
1: after. Uber after. Happily,
0: happily, Uber after. <laughs>
1: happily, Uber after. Uh, man. Speaking of breakfast, I uh last weekend ate at a place. I can't believe I didn't mention this last weekend when I talked to you. But the pancakes were fucking bigger than the plate and two inches thick. Yeah. Thought of you. Across Did the it?
0: street has pancakes like that. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm I. I love pancakes. I don't eat them that often, but like that's a fucking that's a steal right there.
0: You want you want big fluffy pancakes and, yeah. and you want that feeling of regret. Like you want to be two thirds through it and going, There's not a fucking way I can eat any more of this. But then you shove in more butter and syrup and you go, Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna hate myself for the rest of the week. Yep. But wow. Big I, fluffy ass. Like I keep forgetting when I go across the street. I went across a couple of weeks ago and I got the um the biscuits and gravy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when anytime a, a menu in in the Midwest offers a half portion and you think why would i spend only a dollar more and and get the full portion i should just get that no get the fucking half portion it's not about the money it's about how you're going to feel about yourself later
1: well i don't want to tell you how to live your life but you could just stop yeah but it oh i I know oh trust me i know how it is um, and
0: I, I not only hate wasting food, I hate wasting food that I'm enjoying. Well, I want home. to keep eating it.
1: Take it home, get eat that shit later. You got second God. second breakfast. It is a sec is it is there like a, a reheat on
0: pancakes or biscuits? Like is that something that's okay? <laughs> biscuits that are already submerged in gravy. I feel like you you hit your wall like it's it's been dampened. Yeah. It's not I mean, gonna come it, back. Well. It's
1: not gonna be as terrific as the first go around. But... Now, if I go
0: home and I make myself up some little sausage links and then I wrap Ooh. that in the pancake, Ooh. that's a possibility. <sighs> I could do that. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's what I usually try to do anyway. So if I'm in a place that doesn't make pigs in a blanket, I'm going to make some goddamn pigs in a blanket. You're just going to give me <laughs> works and I'm going to I'm gonna do it at my... And I'm going to make you embarrassed for yourself that you didn't do this right the first time.
1: There's... It, um, has the, got all the ingredients. Uh, there's a gas station... Um... Chain. I don't know. That was a hard one to think of. Um in it's Wisconsin and Minnesota, and I think some in Iowa, called Quick Trips. KW, not to be confused with the Q U I C Ks or Q U I Ks that are in the South. Mm-hmm. Um they have maple pancake wrapped sausage on a stick. Yeah. And like I, I
0: want to say that like fosters farms or somebody makes some of those
1: too like yeah they're fucking amazing and like nine nine days a week i get that that doesn't make sense they're always on sale for a dollar i know i saw them this morning when i went to get groceries and i almost fucking ate like nine of them instead i ate zero
0: and And do you ever use them as a sex toy
1: i don't think my wife would be happy with that
0: shoving them in your mouth as close as you get to needing them to be a sex toy uh well
1: yes just put it in my mouth did you just get a boner? A no, I, <laughs> I just heard a whoop slippers. and then a, like a slap sound. And then you look down and yeah. look very surprised. <laughs> like, ooh, I didn't know I could still do that.
0: My slippers don't have backs in them. They're not like clogs. They're just open back. Oh, and uh, the chair is a little tall. So sometimes I like hang my foot off the end and oh. the slipper just falls.
1: No, I hear you. I'm like, I have, my I have dainty princess feet. I have my feet over like one of the legs of my desk and I'm basically laying down i got to make grilled cheese sandwiches after this.
0: Oh, what a hard life.
1: What kind of cheese? What are you doing with that? I don't know. Do you you understand how much cheese I have in my fridge? I have like four different kinds of cheddar cheese. I have a cheese (laughs) drawer. Um, I have cheese curds. I have mozzarella cheese, sharp cheddar, extra sharp cheddar, double cheddar, uh, seven-year-aged cheddar. I think that's all the cheese in my fridge.
0: I always get the cheese curds across the street and put it onto the cheeseburger. Oof. yeah crush that shit up and make that happen
1: yeah because
0: there was a ike's out in california i've said this many times ike's mm-hmm. has mozzarella sticks that they'll put on some sandwiches and and there's a difference between how a cheese curd tastes versus a, a mozzarella stick but it's still pretty good you know get that fried cheese don't just put i i'm again i'm never going to complain that you just put some cheese on my burger that's what i want i'm a, I'm a human being but if you can fry that cheese and then put <laughs> it on there, so it's got a good crust. Of fuck,
1: yes. The, the cheese curds I have are fresh cheese curds, which most people yeah, don't but understand. Then do you fry them? No, 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 no. Ah, they're they're not breaded.
0: Yeah, but you can do that.
1: I know, I know, but a lot of people don't understand that there's a difference. Yeah. So yes. like when when we met Erica and Dan, and we gave them cheese curds. They like fucking had no idea that these things existed. And they're like, we've only seen fried ones in a certain, like a couple bars, and like And I'm like, this is, this is where it's at. Um, I will microwave a bowl of those things and then just use like pita chips, <laughs> or a fork, <laughs> a little bit of salt, fork. Oof. And then my face feels greasy. Mm.
0: No, I, I, I'm similar in that my go-to snack for a long time as a kid, other than the cream cheese mixed with uh, sugar, was, um. Taking chocolate chips and peanut butter chips and butterscotch chips and mixing them up in a bowl and then melting them a little bit and swirling that up so it was just like one big glop of uh, chocolate heaven. And then if you you have the means and you want to dip some graham crappers in that graham crappers. I really like that
1: you said graham crappers. I wasn't going to let that one go. I'm glad you acknowledged it because I love graham crappers now. It sounds like when your grandma shits in her diaper.
0: It it sounds like you should make like graham cracker butts and put that melted chocolate in it and then just have it sort of drip out a hole in the back. And you have to like break off bits and scrape up that stuff before it drips all over you. Like you don't get a cup to keep it in. You got to hold a graham cracker. You just got to suck the it's hole toy,
1: that is made on the back It's an
0: adventure and a treat.
1: Oh, wow. This really took a turn. Uh, yeah. Are we done with
0: the turn movie? No, we, we've just gotten to the 80s, man.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably stay on track here because I've uh, got to make grilled cheese sandwiches after this.
0: Yeah. All right, so in the 50s, cop catches the ex murderer killing his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend who broke up with him, mm-hmm. and the new boyfriend gets a, a creep in his face, and uh, he becomes a zombie later. Uh, so in the 80s, these two guys are walking around, uh, Chris and JC. Also, all the characters have last names that are based off of uh, horror directors like Cronenberg and... And shit like that. It's it's fun. It's a good time. Yeah, it's kind it's of a a, cool. It's an homage to the greats. Um, but so Chris is is uh aside from being a ginger, he's a uh, he's he's kind of the the uptight guy who gets crushes on girls and doesn't do very well. JC, very forward thinking, uh has has to use crutches because of a disability, and is also the funny one because you got to give him something. And uh, really well acted. I like JC a lot. Like, as far as best friends who kind of lead J- you around, JC
1: Shazay? Huh? Different. I uh, was JC from uh, Backstreet Boys, or is it in sync? No. I think we're talking about different no, JCs.
0: I don't have a favorite Backstreet Boy. Yeah. The, the ones who don't sing are my favorites. Uh, so but no, he, none he's of just, them. There's this impassioned speech he gives where he's talking to Chris back in the room later on when Chris is all pissed off about how the night went. And now he's always making jokes, and she's, she's like, "Motherfucker, like I have to be up and cool and fun for you to keep you happy, and you don't appreciate it." And it, it's just like this long bit, but I'm like, "This is well written and well acted." Like how he gives his speech—that's fucking prize-winning material. There, that that yeah. that should get like not a Razzie, but something good, something happy. Yeah, at least, ain't. Um. Yeah, but so they, Chris sees this girl across the parking lot and thinks she's hot and jc's like all right fine i'll go find out her information for you so if i were this party at the the betas house the betas which is always basically like they have a sign up that says betas do it better it just it's just say you're in second place say you missed your fucking opportunity to be an alpha and now you're beta and this is this is your, <laughs> your second choice
1: frat uh, i really like that I, uh, I think brad was my favorite part i'm not gonna lie
0: brad was great Brad, the first time you see Brad, uh, he has no skin pigment at all. He's just, I thought it was a vampire movie for a second. Because later on when they show him as a zombie, he looks like same. he's got more tone.
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs> you saw more son after he died. After death. After death. Thank you. At night. I kept, th- I kept thinking after birth. Yep. Yep.
0: And that whole room of, of dudes, like I, I asked Aaron, I said, do you think they just went to to like the the local gay bar and grabbed every early 20s looking dude and said follow us for much fast rides and and like cuz that that whole room of extras like they were just so spot on douchey frat boys it was wonderful but ain't none of them straight uh, <laughs> and you can tell you can tell because when Brad takes uh, Jill home takes later yeah. he drops her off he's like I'm sorry it's an early night I gotta go back and hang out with the guys Ride their dicks.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, dicks aren't gonna suck themselves. I'm just telling you.
0: Right. Um. So, all that aside, the Chris and JC decide to to get a girl like Jill. They have to try to join the frat. Now, JC doesn't decide this. JC's like, just fucking talk to her. Just fucking talk to her. Mm-hmm. Chris doesn't do that. Chris's like, no, we got to be in a frat. She likes frat guys, obviously, because she is. We find out uh, dating the lead frat guy in this. Um. <sighs> It, again, very typical eighties.
1: Mm.
0: Frat guys are terrible, unless you're Delta or a tri lamb. Uh, but in this in this regard, yeah, frat guys are terrible. Nerds rule. We're that's where we were starting. We were starting to get like the nerds are actually the cool dudes. <sighs> Man, that that's because nerds nerds are guys who write film scripts.
1: Jocks go and mm. nerds hit each other PC. with balls. Nerds need pussy too, Corey. What? Nerds need pussy too.
0: Yes, need. It's a need. It's not a given. No, that's we had to work for it in my day. I didn't work for it. I didn't. I didn't really. You didn't get any. I waited a long time. Yeah, Yeah, I I waited a long time. No, there was a. Was bad at it. There was a couple times when I, I just said no. Nancy Reagan got to me.
1: Then you get married and realize when you say no, it's a death curse. It, it kind of is.
0: Yeah. Um so they they get challenged by the like the sorority thing that happened in uh slimeball Bolarama. They they get told okay to do this you have to go do this thing for us. And in this case it's like go find a dead body, put it on the uh the steps of one of the other competing fraternities and uh and then we'll let you in. And they have no intention of letting him in because they're dicks. Yeah, But assholes. they let him go. And it's like, okay, go find a dead body in the middle of the night at a college. Shouldn't be that easy. Apparently, kind of was. They knew which building to go to. <laughs> well, <laughs> and they yeah, go and the,
1: and that's the thing. Like, why go to a lab instead of just the fucking morgue? But, you know. You know.
0: I guess it depends on where you think you can get one and get it out. The morgue's full of cops. That's Although, true. when we see the dead body walking out of the morgue later on, the cops just don't even look up. Like, right, right. Yeah, call me later. Um, uh, there is the the line that is said by uh, by Thrill Me Dude, which is dead bodies don't just get up and walk away themselves. Same line was used in Monster Squad. Yes, it was. It's slightly different context, but yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so they go and they find this room that is a cryogenics lab. And so there's a body that's in this tube that they've been holding. I don't understand why that would be cryogenically sealed. Like they found it intact. Like that's a part we don't get in the flashback to the fifties is that it's the, the boyfriend of the girl who gets ax murdered,
1: Uh
0: um, who is the ex-girlfriend of the cop.
1: Uh
0: Um, but somehow that guy gets captured and put in cryogenics. They don't explain why he was chosen for this, but maybe because he died and they couldn't, find a cause immediately and they're just like we're just gonna freeze them i mean freezer pop that shit
1: there there was like a or maybe they know there was a very real assumption that there was going to be a second one with how this movie ended so i'm guessing that they probably assumed that there would be a second one because that's all they did in the 80s were make you know eight movies based off of one um and they're like we'll just deal with this later
0: in 86, I think that was still kind of a new thing. Like, we would get sequels. We were getting sequels to Halloween, we were getting sequels to uh, Friday the 13th. But f- uh, Nightmare on Elm Street was still kind of new, and it getting the sequels that it did. It, it, by 86, it must have been at, like, Freddy 2. It, I don't even know if we gotten into Dream Warriors yet. Um, so I don't know how likely it is that they expected a sequel mm. from the script. Uh, but it's also explanation that could have been put in there that didn't make it right and and not necessary like it doesn't kill the enjoyment but it is that like with with all the things they do go through trying to explain to you why there's a cryogenics lab at the college and why is this guy in the cryogenics lab and how they've gone the the 30 years or so since he was found to not do anything with them to not find the creatures that are there yeah they just keep him frozen and keep watching him and have a whole bunch of machines around that just have flashing lights uh <laughs> terrible computers
1: yeah I, yeah i mean there was, i guess we could sit and be nitpicky all day but it was the 80s it was a different time. it was the 80s i,
0: I that's exactly what i said to my wife it was a different time because when the when the officer comes in and and puts out a cigarette on the floor in the crime scene. She's like, just dropped a cigarette in the crime scene and stomped it out. I'm like, we didn't have DNA at this point. Well, in the
1: 50s it the was cop is holding the girl's disembodied arm hand. without a glove yeah. on. Yeah. Or the yeah, the hand. It's you only see the hand. I assumed it was the entire arm, but yeah, there's Which probably
0: smelled like her boyfriend at that. point. are you Because She put it um, in his butt. So so they go. They they release the body. It and in trying to drag it out, like I'm impressed with how far they're willing to go with this. Trying yeah. to drag it out, the body like opens its eyes and grabs a hold of Jc's arms. They freak out and they they uh, run away, uh, quote unquote, screaming like banshees. Mm, I would too. Which I, is a I, very I... fun line in this. Yeah. And then the body walks across campus, goes to the same room where he had met up with his girlfriend earlier in the movie uh, which is where now uh, the, the new girl uh, stays and like Caesar and then he falls over completely spent the creeps pop out of his brain and go crawling around the campus
1: mm-hmm. we good so far? yeah I, I saw I watched it All I right. actually watched the movie yeah I know there's a first time for everything, guys. So at guys. this point, <laughs> there's a first.
0: Time. So what do you think so far?
1: I I mean, I I, I didn't hate it, like I said. I didn't hate it. I didn't I no, didn't no. expect much um I, other than the small plot point where it goes from the 50s to the 80s. That's all I knew about it. I knew nothing yeah. going into it. 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 I also didn't expect a whole lot. What do you think about the creeps? Yeah, uh, Like, I wasn't blown away. I'm like, oh, this is fucking so cool. Um, for
0: 86, though, for the way those things move around, I thought it was pretty well done.
1: I yeah, I thought they were kind of cool, and, like, you know, the idea that they jump into your mouth and whatever was different. Um, Have you seen Slither? I feel like I have, but I also want... James
0: Gunn's movie It has Nathan Fillion and Elizabeth Banks and... Uh, a lot of, a lot of good people also somebody from payback now that I think about it. Um, but very similar into these these
1: yes, I have seen some kind of
0: creatures yeah. going around getting in people's mouths possesses them yep. you know keeps breeding. Uh, takes it to a, a different level. yeah and obviously yeah. it takes it to, to the
1: better. 2006 2006 level right. where everything has to be a little uh, more visual now 20 years
0: later yeah. kind of thing it gives you a lot and james gunn
1: scripting is is really good
0: although so is this it, it it's just it's funny to me because Night of the creeps had done it 20 years before yeah and when i watch the two of them i i know there's some some differences in where the technology is but none of the creeps holds up as being pretty good in what it does when when jc's in the bathroom and he's hiding from them and they're moving across the floors it Yes, I know that they're on wires, but you don't see the wires until like one scene later on when they're shooting right. out of the axe murderer's mouth.
1: Right. Still, though, I mean, it, I didn't even notice that they were on wires. I didn't think about the fact of how that they were doing this. I, so, right. it, I, I guess to the movie's credit is like I didn't even think twice about how in the 80s they were making these worms come out of someone's mouth.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, I guess that brings us to the point of JC, unfortunately uh separating himself from from Chris so he can get to know the girl and uh he's in the bathroom and the janitor seen them earlier had come in and and died and the creeps popped out of his head jc realizes something's wrong he uses uh some matches which i assume he's going to use to kill whatever he did in the bathroom uh, uses the matches and kills one of them so realizes the heat affects them but the most important part of the scene is the fact that uh, behind him on the wall it says Striper rules and that's why this movie is important.
1: I, th- I saw that and I thought of
0: you. Striper does rule yes uh, that was written by Kyle Sweet I don't think she had married Michael yet but that was Michael Sweet the lead singer Striper's uh, eventual wife huh. and she wrote that on there and then I guess there's also some reference to the monster squad written on one of the walls too, uh, like call the monster squad, which came out a year later. Um, so that, that's why I felt like we had to do this movie. Not, that's the only reason we can stop posted. talking about it now.
1: Oh, okay. I'm
0: okay. Um, so what, what JC does is he, he tapes himself and he leaves the tape for Chris talking about what the creatures are, What he's kind of discovered, and the fact that he kills them, and then he walks without the use of his crutches, um, to, I guess, like the boiler room or something like that, to Mm -hmm. kill them, and and you see that they've all kind of melted outside of his head as they broke free. Yep, I thought that was neat. It, It it is different because we don't see anybody else really. We see them walk around, but we don't see anybody else like talking and communicating when they've been infected. He's the only one who has that moment of like continuing to like be sort of normal while this is happening. Um, And I don't know how fast and everything he moved to do this, but he can walk faster now. So that's important. But that leads to the Chris and the cop like getting together to go and fight the rest of them. The cop who has been in this entire time trying to kill himself—he's uh, got the the door taped up and he's got the gas running the stove to, to commit suicide because he's still miserable because he had killed the axe murderer twenty years or thirty years ago but mm-hmm. didn't tell anybody and he hid the body underneath where the uh, lady who watches over the the sorority house lives. Uh, we get a good scene of that where he pops up through the floor and axes her. There's a lot of room for movement for being wrapped up in plastic and coming out with your ax mm-hmm. and to just jump through the floor of that. Um, but whatever. And then we get the, the beautiful moment of the film where all the dudes are getting ready for their dates and all the girls, like we said, have the shower scene uh, as they're getting ready for their formal dance. And then the guys are on the bus and the bus crashes because it sees a dog in the middle of the road. Terrible driver, terrible bus driver. He deserved to die but they all get infected by the creeps and they come walking up to the house and the cops at the house he's like, well, the good news is your dates are here. Bad news is they're dead. What a fucking line. What yeah. a fucking line.
1: Yeah, a Masterpiece. Master P. Yeah. I yeah, mean, Master there was, I, 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 I did lose it laughing when, uh, later the cop, um, when he goes, Oh, good news, girls, your dates are here bad news they're dead like not verbatim that was probably not anything that is exactly what i just said I, but that's what i'm saying like fuck you cory <laughs> um that was probably like easily one of my favorite parts there was there's 80s yeah. lines like that in the movie that um yep. i did really i did really enjoy um
0: his character i mean jc and him really make the movie for because they just yes. get fantastic lines through the whole thing.
1: Yep. They were, and they him were,
0: constantly saying, thrill me. He says, thrill me, like, five times in this.
1: You know, I didn't even notice that until you started saying it. It's such a signature in this. Yeah, I guess now. And I kind of want to go back and rewatch it now because I didn't even notice him saying it once.
0: Every time he picks up the phone and he walks in and he's like, thrill me. And, and he picks up the phone and he's like, hey, is, is this... Uh, Detective Cameron, he's like, "No, it's Mickey Mouse." And then later on, we walks into the the cryogenics crime scene. It's like, Detective, he's like, "No, Bullwinkle Moose." He's just like, he's so sarcastic, and it, it's yeah. so dumb, but it's it's perfect. It's his delivery is so excellent in this, and and I just want to see that character continue. And it, it again, they they took out. The two funniest characters in this, which I guess is probably another '80s trope, is you always kill the funny ones. Yeah. Um, the, the into Janessa and Jason X, which is terrible, but it 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 added flavor to a movie that probably could have been very flat without the the good writing, without the dialogue. For me, and I don't know if that's why you didn't hate
1: it, or. Uh, did you did you want me to hate it? No. Um no,
0: I'm I'm just always impressed when you like something.
1: <laughs> I, it was an it was a it was an enjoyable movie. I mean it was it I wasn't expecting a whole lot and it, it seemed like it didn't try too hard, which I think is why I liked it. Like they kind of knew what it was and they stayed in their lane and Yeah. It was what it was.
0: Good effects. They had surprisingly good the, effects.
1: Yeah, the the
0: zombified cat, the zombified dog. Overall, yeah, I I think it 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 does effectively the Walking Dead kind of thing. Yeah, but with a new excuse as to why, and with added flavor of the fact that those creeps can just jump into anyone. You know, it's not a matter of like you die and you become a zombie. It's these things kill you, breed in you. Yeah, make more stuff and you become a zombie. Yeah, yeah,
1: one hundred percent.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a good scene where um Chris is screaming at Cynthia, where he's got the shotgun and he's trying to tell her how to use the the um the flamethrower flamethrower yeah. to he's gonna shoot the guys in the face and then she's gotta use a flamethrower to and she just seems catatonic. Just seemed like she's not reacting at all. And he's like, Jesus Christ! You just got to make a sign that you understand what I'm talking about. <sighs> he's like, okay, and he goes and he shoots him. and Then she just like takes off with it. I like the fact that, again, as the female lead in this, who's been very sweet and not had a lot of character moments so far, is like she she takes charge. She she does well. Um, they give her agency. I I enjoy that in a film. I know horror movies are better at doing that with female leads than than other films, but especially when she's still like the object of affection, she's the she's what he's like kind of hoping for. They can still underserve female characters in that, and they don't do that on this one. Although all of the sorority sisters just do nothing. They just they walk outside. He's like, "Well, don't fucking walk outside. They're all dead." They're like, well, I we got to go out there. You know, he's he brought me a corsage. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So one thing that so when the the um, when he gets the flamethrower out of the cop shop, I I don't remember if they said what it was called or whatever, but um, when the the guy who makes a comment about how like if the pilot light goes out, it's gonna be it's a bitch to get back on. So later, when they're using it and it goes out, I expected to like. I fully was waiting for the moment in which the pilot light on this flamethrower would go out, because then they're gonna like that's gonna be you know a moment where the 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 creeps are gonna get super close. Um, I didn't expect it just to go out and then they're just like fuck it, we're done here. Like she gets tackled with it, you know, and then he gets tackled, yada yada yada. Um, Maybe that was on purpose. Maybe they just. Yeah, I don't understand why that that was even in there if it didn't if it wasn't foreshadowing of some sort. But, um. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's
0: awesome that it was. Uh, that Dick Miller, play the guy. who was from Gremlins and like done everything. He he was. He's, uh, he's been in tons of shit, but yes. um.
1: Yeah, I think it was Dick
0: Miller. I think he was in the original Little Shop of Horrors, and oh, wow. and some other stuff, but. Like he, he was a guy who in Gremlins two, like he and his wife showed up after being attacked the first one. They come up to the building and he's like, "Oh shit, this stuff again!" Because he's still freaking out about the Gremlins. Uh, just it was fun that it was him. It was nice to see him again get a cameo and something, which he gets cameos all the time, or used to. I think he passed away, but I, uh,
1: yeah, Dick Miller died just, this year, January thirtieth, twenty nineteen. Yeah, so
0: always oh, nice to see. The classic yeah. comeback.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, we already described the end of the movie. So, uh, do we need to do it again? Yeah, no. Mm, all right. But
0: just overall, like I have said to me, this movie is a masterpiece. As, as far as horror movies go, it hits all the notes well. Yeah. And it does some things that I think are inventive and different to kind of like make it ju- not just one type of movie, but give you flavors of other stuff but takes you on a journey the whole way through where it it all kind of pays off and makes sense at the end. I, like like I said earlier, I don't know that I like the director's cut ending as much as the original ending. The original ending was was very, you know, to the point, did what it needed to. You know, it stopped, but it leaves it open. This leaves it open, but it does it in a more roundabout way and doesn't do well to explain, like, well, here's just the fly, giant ship flying over looking for the the creeps, but not giving you any more of the story of that. I don't think it brought anything more to it. I think the thing with the dog worked because it was more personal to the two main characters who survived.
1: Yeah, I guess I would kind of... Man, I don't know if I wish I would have seen the original ending first or not.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't know that it loses too much, but it does. it doesn't add anything. And for me, because I'm used to the other one, it just works better.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess I wouldn't, I don't know if I would have been happy with the other ending either. Either way, it it fucking, it is what it is. Um, It just ends. The beginning and the end of the movie were dumb, but everything else in the middle was pretty good.
0: Yeah. And I like the dumb of the beginning of the movie because that still feels really 80s, really like what sci-fi tried to do with horror. Right. And is that, when did Aliens come out? Because it's obviously, it seems like it's trying to play off of Aliens. 86. 86. So yeah. the same year. Mm-hmm. This was August of that year. Um, But it probably didn't have that to draw on. So whatever. I think it, it did a good job of introducing that element without dwelling on it. Yeah. Whereas Critters had introduced that element. And it was a factor throughout the whole movie. Like you had the two... Bounty hunters come down to earth to find the kreitz and kill the mm-hmm. Um They were a B plot to that whole thing. It's about the family on the farm, but it became more about them as the shows, as the movies went on, anyways. Um, yeah. So
1: you said you liked it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought you could hear my dogs barking. <laughs> I can hear your dog. Yeah. My wife's home. Um, I would, I, God, see, I kind of want to watch it again. So I'm like teetering on, um, like a short-term marriage, yeah. Like what uh, we call it a celebrity marriage because it'll last like maybe a year or two. Oh, sure. Yeah. How about you? I mean, I already know your answer, uh, but
0: yeah, I'm I'm totally devoted to this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which obviously I'm quoting Olivia Newton John.
1: <laughs> Shut up. Mm. I wasn't gonna say anything. Just go. No, th- I I love
0: th- when it comes to. I don't know if this is what part of developed. The the kind of horror movies that I'm into, it's it certainly goes in there with a Night of the Comet, which is around the same time. Yeah, um, we'll get to that one. But I, the the horror comedy creepiness factor, you know, more than just a simple slasher film. This is this is my bag. This is totally my bag. Uh, this and the Penis Extender. <laughs> Totally my bag,
1: baby. Holy shit! All right. Um, uh, I. What do we do now?
0: Uh, we talk about stuff. where people can find you on the web. Oh, we also probably should have a movie for next week.
1: Oh yeah, what do you want to do next week? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Someone told me something to watch. Please hold. I have to find it.
0: Remember we used to make an effort and do the stuff before the show. <laughs> no, I think it's
1: better this way. Um. Let me...
0: That sounds like a New Year's resolution. God damn it. Where was it? It was probably on fucking Facebook because he's a dildo. I will say I watched a horror movie. I watched a couple on Friday night with that group from the Slash Rap. Oh, I'm on the Slash Rap. That's where you can find me.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, I... Captain
0: Tamerity on the Slash Rap. Um, we watched Double Dragon, which is not a horror movie, but a horrific film. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, we watched the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre and then... Our, our add-on for the night of, like, we're all still awake and not drunk enough to go to sleep yet, uh, we watched New Year's Evil from 1980. Uh, that does not get a recommendation. <laughs> I'd never seen that. I'd never seen Double Dragon, but, oh. uh, but New Year's Evil had Pinky Tuscadero from Happy Days in it, and it was god-awful. <laughs> it was just a bloody mess. But there is a time a where the guy shows up with a, uh, a mask that looks like the Mac Tonight. So I really have to wonder if Mac Tonight was based off of the mask that was in this movie. Because it looks so spot on, except it wasn't quite as pointed. Also, Mac Tonight looks like the guy from uh, Cabal or Nightbreed. Anyway.
1: Um, you find the movie. Yeah, it's a movie called Ready or Not. I'm just trying to ask him which version.
0: Oh. Ready or Not is the one that came out this year.
1: That's what I think. Where um, I'm just making sure because there's one from 2009, 2012, 2018. Uh,
0: two of them in 2018. Wow. Uh, the one that came out, I think this year was yeah. the one with the the girl from the the babysitter that we watched on yep. Netflix. Yep. And I, I know she was in some other stuff. Too. Oh, she was in that one with uh, Glenn from The Walking Dead where they. Had that drug that was pumped in the building. They're all killing everybody on their way out. Um, but that looks pretty good. I'd be okay with that if that's what he's talking about.
1: Who's recommending this? Uh, it's my buddy Jr. He's been on right the on. show. You know, the same. Oh, it is the one from 2019. Same guy who quit our band. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's a comedy horror mystery. Yes. Okay.
0: Oh, speaking of mysteries, we watched uh, *Knives Out* last night yeah how was that that's actually pretty good I, I wouldn't say that it it's entertaining as a mystery per se in the sense that it, it seems kind of obvious yeah but it's really enjoyable like the performances are great in it and it's well written it's fun uh, everybody was really good I'm glad I saw it finally
1: hmm. yeah you're, I've heard a couple of people that said they wanted to see it so now I'm interested um yeah, so I should probably I guess there's dog puke and pee everywhere in my house, so I should go clean that up. Uh apparently fun I, for you. I missed a party uh, when we started to do this, so that was cool.
0: Um <laughs> uh, probably shouldn't have fed them that green uh fuck. <sighs> uh, I didn't give grilled cheese sandwich.
1: Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Um
0: Matt, where can people find you? What do you got going on?
1: Twitter, Instagram Nope, not Twitter. Instagram. Untapped. Untapped. Matt the Lifeguard. I'm on Slasher. I think it's Infant Stomper. That's, that's a, good to know. That's about it. Yeah, I sign up for it. I love how you don't add me. Um, I don't know how to do anything in there. I <laughs> um let's get to the bottom of this. Slasher.
0: Slasher is still kind of in its infancy. It, it's 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 not it's definitely not reached adolescence yet. I've noticed but. that
1: there's a dating tab though.
0: Yeah, I noticed that too. Discover. But some of the tabs, at least, I like the fact that you can categorize stuff, and you can go and drill down if you want to find stuff about artists, if you want to find stuff about podcasters, if you want to just look up stuff about movies, and if there's movies that aren't there, you can ask to have them added. Yeah. Um, and, and the people, the person who's in charge of, of making it and doing everything has just started a Patreon for it, and I, I definitely think it's worth supporting. I, I think there's a good community there. Uh, it, it The rules are basically, just don't be a don't be a dick, don't be a creep, you know, and we'll be fine. Everything else kind of, it's, it's up to you, you know, to be cool. Yeah. But the rest of it goes, you know, just like, sure. (laughs) We don't, we don't give a shit about language or nudity and stuff like that, but just, just don't be somebody that we have to reprimand. Right. And you kind of know what that is. Right. You know, so I like that. I like that. And and as as an adult who's sort of lost their place in social media, most of this stuff is not made for for people of our my age group, um, this has got both something that feels inviting to someone like me, and has the interest of someone like me, which is horror movies and and books and podcasts and things like that. There's good people on there.
1: Huh. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So uh, yeah.
0: So ready or not, next week. Yes. And we. I married this film and you're interested in it, Um,
1: you know, in a relationship. I'd be, I'd consider. Consider doing stuff to its butt. Yeah. So that's going to do it. For another episode of the podcast. We'll talk to you guys next week. (laughs) Stay scary, everybody.